Welcome to Covenant Conversations. My name is Ethan Breeding, pastoral assistant. I'm here with Jonathan Nelms, our pastor. Hello there. How are you doing today? I'm actually doing great. And you know what? I've been looking forward to this particular episode of our Covenant Conversations. Why, you might ask. Oh, that was going to be my question. I was confused. Because it's lighthearted. We have all these heavy conversations, all this deep dives into whatever's going on and all that. And I don't know where this will take us today, but I've just got a list of topics to discuss and uh, just have some lighthearted conversation. And I hope to do this more in our podcast. So I just look forward to chatting with you here, Ethan, for a few minutes. All right. Well, here we go. Okay. Well, first of all, let's do a little recap of the Independence Day weekend. Wasn't it great? It was great. It was, uh, what day was it where it was only like 75? Was that Saturday, Friday? Uh, I don't remember. One day. It was was phenomenal. It was great. Mm -hmm. I think it was Saturday. So, you know, Mm -hmm. we grilled out and... We cleaned Sunday. out everything under our deck. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it was awful. And then, <laughs> it was great. I feel and, good about it. And Sunday, we had worship Sunday morning. and It was super. It and, was good. Um, Lord's Supper. Oh, that was so meaningful. And then Sunday night, we all came here to the Covenant House, um, a.k.a. the Covenant Conversation Studio. That's right. And we gathered in the front yard and watched uh, fireworks. It was really fun. We had some popcorn, and um, we had water, and we were playing cornhole and throwing football, and man, we just had a good time. Yeah, man, I appreciate the Vances bringing out their popcorn popper, and we all kind of sat in the front yard. You sat up a big speaker, set it up, yeah, and we had a great view of the fireworks. Multiple people. I mean, not just oh, yeah. not just the city. We got some competition near us. <laughs> yeah, they had some other stuff going on nearby. It was pretty big. Ridiculous. Um, some folks over, I don't really know where they were, kind of to our yeah. right, yeah. were shooting some fireworks, and yeah, yeah, it was great. We had a pre-show. It was pretty good. You know what I love about it? The edges of our group kind of blurs, and people are just kind of coming down the sidewalk, and there were a lot of people around. I'm like, I had no I clue who they, who they are. People brought friends and family, some yeah. I hadn't met before, and I just love that, and that's the kind of thing, church, I want us to be, just uh, incarnational, just in our community. Um, people can come and go, very porous in that sense. And that brings us to one of the questions that we have for today, and we have a few questions. One is, why is it important for Christians to meet together on a regular basis? Now, my first thought goes to Sunday worship, you know, Mm. and Paul says, don't forsake the assembly of yourself together. And so it's important for us to get together to worship, uh, and we do that every Sunday morning gathering. But you know what else is important? For us to get together in our missional communities right, and have that depth of relationship it's important for us to get together just on a casual basis with christian friends and to fellowship with them but it's important for us as a church to get together for times of fellowship just to party together we of all people have something to celebrate and we try and do that often we do we do we look for this about i i try i try to think use a rule of thumb of maybe once a month so like this week we had the fireworks watch party. Right. What's coming up next month? August 1st is our Founders Day, 10-year anniversary of Covenant yes. Church. And we've got some special things planned for that. Um, besides morning worship, we'll have a cookout that night. Yeah. Uh, tentatively, some other things planned for the weekend. So that's a great opportunity. You know, September, what do we got coming up? I don't know that we have something for <laughs> September, but you I best. I looked at you like it's something going on. But you best believe that we're going to have something fun. We you talked about some will. stuff. We talked about some stuff yesterday, right? And it'll be uh, good. Yeah, we've got our fall camp out. We got 
Thanksgiving, the Great Thanksgiving Feast. Trunk or Treat. Oh, my. Oh, yeah, that's in October. The Great um, what's Thanksgiving that? Feast. No, 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 the cook-off thingy. Cook it on the square. We always have a tent where you can come hang out with uh, us. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's fun. I forgot about that. That's in October, too. Then we have this Christmas soiree and the Advent Art Party. It's just stuff going on all year round where we can get together. People in different MCs can meet with other folks, build that matrix of relationship. That's right. And I invite people in. And besides, you know what else? It's just a lot of fun. We eat well. Yes, we do. So I think it's great. It's good. I'm excited about our upcoming events. And yeah, yeah. So we want to talk about July 4th, Founders Day, and also for Founders Day, we've got some uh, church swag going on. That's right, we do. What do we got, Ethan? We have some mugs. Yeah, uh, we had them made in um, Sparta. At the Fragrant Mushroom. Yes, lovely. And they're beautiful. They're blue. Let us know if you want mm-hmm. one. They're handmade there in Sparta. And John Rust spearheaded this yeah. and actually has our Covenant crest on it, which our own Hunter Vic designed. Yeah. so And they look great. They do look really good. It's just kind of stamped on there. And yeah. uh, I just keep it here at the office and use it all the time. Yeah. Um, we bought them for some gifts. And, um, you know, I think they're just great. We're just passing them on at 12 bucks a piece. That's what the cost of them are. Sure. So that's no problem. We also have some T-shirts. Yeah, we've got our blue T-shirts that Hunter also designed. Yeah. They're um, navy blue, short and long. You mm-hmm. can get either or both. And then we have one with our regular logo on it that Paul Hoffman designed. Yeah, it's the four-color. Yeah, kind of that Celtic You, you had cross. a name for it yesterday. I don't remember what it was. The, I don't know. Logo. Okay. Well, that's what it is. And Yeah, it's great. Short sleeves, five bucks. Long sleeve, ten dollars. You just yes. let us know what you need. Okay, moving on from the Shameless Commerce Division. Yeah, I wasn't like Covenant that. Church, huh? I no, didn't like that. No, we did it. Okay, we got another question here, and this is a great one. Why do we use the ESV so much? That stands for English Standard Version. The English Standard Version. It's a translation of the Bible, Old and New Testament, and then we do, we do use this a lot. This is kind of our default. Yeah. Um, I find that, um, and I don't want to. I don't want to geek out on this. I don't want to have some big, heavy conversation. Okay. No. So, and we can come back and revisit this if people want more details later. Sure. Give me a call. But I find it it's really good. The reading level is a little higher on the ESV, but it's a very reliable translation. It's timeless. Vocabulary can be a stretch sometimes. Reading it in worship is can seem a little stilted because the sentence structures are a little more complex than right. we have with our translation. I find it's just a great one. This has been our default when we used to put out Pew Bibles pre-pandemic. That's right. Um, they were all ESVs. We still make those available. Out at Northside, we use the New International Version, the That's NIV, right. because it is a simpler reading level. Um, we could get them in large print, yeah, which was great for even the, the, the senior adults, but also the kids who may not have glasses and need those. Right. And so the NIV is another great translation. Often we'll read from it in worship because it does read well. Also like the New Living Translation. There used to be a Living Bible, which was a paraphrase, hmm. and I'm not a fan of that. Okay. But the New Living Translation is great. One of my professors, Gerald Borchard, was a translator for the New Living Translation. It is an even lower, or I should say simpler reading, really easy to read. It's great for kids. And so we use that some, too. Another translation that I find really helpful is the Amplified. It's been around a while, but in parentheses or brackets, it kind of explains and gives you synonyms for some words. Oh, I don't think I've ever looked at an Amplified version. It's, you know who turned me on to that? My wife. Really? Linda loves the Amplified Bible, 
And so um, I just picked it up. I lo- it's not good to read from because it has a lot of other information in it. Uh-huh. But it really helps you to understand stuff. So those are kind of my top four go-to. Of course, I love the King James. I love the RSV. I mean, there, there's a lot of yeah. other great translations that sure, we, sure, we sure, use. Sure, sure, sure. And we, we use them during worship. So one thing you learn in seminary um, and uh, I learned this from uh, David Garland. And we did a series on redaction criticism. And you just take different translations. You look at, okay, you read them in parallel, and then you look for discrepancies. Uh, I shouldn't say discrepancies. You just look for where they differ. Okay. Say that. And you think, okay, why? And what that points to is some struggle the translators had with the original language, which is either Greek, Hebrew, and a little bit of Aramaic thrown in the New Testament. And so... You look for those, and then that kind of, you kind of cue in on that. You know, get you a good study Bible or a commentary. Right. And, and we can talk about those resources another time. So I just I encourage people to read from a variety of translations. And just uh, there you go. We answered one of our questions. Why do we use the ESV so much? That's there why is. we use it. That is why we use it. And this leads us to another thing I want to talk about today. You just got them on a roll. Okay. I do. What's next? Um, I want to talk about just some helpful websites. Yeah. Okay. And one of them, I think, uh, here's three, kind of top three for me. And you can throw in whatever ideas you've got. Um, I like, I mentioned the ESV, the ESV.org, ESV.org is a really good website. Is it just an online resource of the ESV? Yes, and you can uh, purchase add-ons for it, like you can get a Greek, English, and interlinear New Testament, which is great uh, if you want to look at those kind of things that have links in it. You can get the ESV Study Bible, which is a phenomenal resource. A lot of things you can add into it. Um, I just think it's a great resource. You can make your own notes. You can highlight stuff. You can copy text out if you need to do that. Really good resource. The app is super too. So I, I just I've been using this for many years. I think it's great. ESV.org. Number one. Number one. Number two. Number two. BibleGateway.com. Yeah, I have used this before. It's pretty good. You, I like it. It's another one of those things where you can subscribe. There's tons of commentary, lots of content. I don't use all that so much. What I use in this is just what I talked about a few minutes ago. It is a really great way to look at different Bible translations in parallel. Yeah. So you can search a particular verse. Uh, right here in front of me on my laptop, I've got John 3.16. I can look at it in parallel up to six different translations. Oh. So I have the ESV, the NIV, the NLT, and the Amplified Bible all in front of me right now. I could add a couple more if I like. That's pretty neat. Yeah, it's really great for that. And so I recommend the BibleGateway.com. I think it's a super resource for anybody wanting so, to say the Bible yeah. or a good access. So number one was ESV.org. Yeah. Number two, open. BibleGateway.com. BibleGateway.com. And number three is, is OpenBible.info. Is that the one where you can search for like the certain topic? Right. Yeah, it's just a topical index to the Bible that's online. I've used that a lot. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's it's pretty simple. Um, it has some other resources in I just use it for a topical resource. So I'm looking at it right now. What does the Bible say about fill in the blank? I put in love, okay? First hit, 1 Corinthians 13, 1 Corinthians is. 16, sure. John 3, 16. It, 
it's really helpful if you want to find something quick. We've used this a lot when we were doing missional community at Northside Community Center. Right. And it's all free. Right. It, it's easy to access. One thing I don't like about it, side note, it's got some janky ads on it. Yeah. I don't like that. But you know what I did? I downloaded a free ad blocker, and it just blocks all that stupid stuff. Oh, so there you go. To, I don't have to. You don't have to look, look at, it. at it. No, because some of it, I, it's, I've emailed them. I find it a bit offensive. A little trashy. It. it is a little bit, but it is a good resource. So I'm looking at it now. No ads. Thank you, Adblock. Adblock. There you go. Right. So those are three um, online resources that I think are very helpful. What would you throw into that mix, Ethan? You know, I the only really electronic mm-hmm. I use is just like the Bible app on my phone. Yeah, that's about it. I'm not a. I, I prefer the book, the paper. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems more romantic to me. I just like to have. So if even if I have a question, I would rather go get a commentary book form than go look at it online. It's a lot longer. It takes right. longer. Mm-hmm. That's just personal preference. Yeah. You know, um, I like looking back in Bibles I've used because I write all over them. The main, the main thing I go to is the, the Baker um, commentary. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that, if I've got a question, that's what I go to. Yeah, I find all the stuff from Baker Books is really good. So I am zero help on the online front. Baker Illustrated Bible Commentary. That's it. Yeah, there, it's a one-volume. There's one-volume handbook and one-volume dictionary. They're excellent resources. Another one of my professors, Andy Hill, helped write the oh. one-volume commentary, and I, I think it's excellent. Yeah. Because it's not just hist- historical, no. archaeological data. It's a really good... There's a lot um, of stuff about culture, and there's a lot of stuff about um, maybe some nuances of the time that right. I don't pick up on because I didn't live there, right. or uh, yeah, I'm not a part of that culture. And so it kind of helps yeah. me understand... It's a good theological resource too. The extra very stuff, very sound, very sound, and I, I, yeah, I think those are all great resources. I need to get closer to the mic. Is this better? Yeah, it's a lot better. Super. So those are those are just some resources that we use. Okay, what else? Open recommendations. You mean like you just want me to recommend? Have you something? been watching the Chosen? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I confession. Mm-hmm. I told Brooke I would watch it with her, and I have not watched one episode with her. You can watch the first season on YouTube. Correct. Or you can download their free app. Yeah. And I just caught up last night. Glenda and I watched the last I, I available think, episode. I think I saw that the the season finale is July 11th. Oh, coming up. So. And so you and it's a free app, and I just stream it to Apple TV from my app. Sure. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. It makes me think. Yes. Yeah, it makes these... Challenges me in some yes. ways I need to be challenged. You're right. I think that's really good. A lot of folks talking about it. I think it's a good discussion. I'm not going to uh, spoil it. Spoil it. No, no, we're not doing that. No. We're not spoilers. That's right. We're not going to do it. You know, it's uh, good to talk about it, and I like having this podcast and making those available. Where can people listen to these? You can listen to them. Um, there are three easy spots. Mm-hmm. One, Spotify. If you're Android or you use Spotify, two Apple Podcasts right. on your iPhone, three CovenantCookville.org. Mm-hmm. That's our website. Right. Um, you can go there. There's a. I think is there is it under resources? Yes. Under resources, there should be a a button that says podcast. It's at the bottom. Under you just resources. click on it, and yep. all of our episodes are there, and you can kind of see the title and a little description about what we talked about. So those are the three bests. Mm-hmm. Bests. The three best. Yeah. Options to listen. 
Right. Yeah, I, I do that. Um, I stream it just on Apple Podcasts. You know what I thought while we're at it? I want to mention a couple other podcasts I love listening to. You ready okay. for this? Yeah, here we go. Fine Woodworking. Yeah, okay. It's a great podcast. What else? Well, I um, also like the um, Clear Story. It's like a This Old House podcast. It's really well done. That's just what I'm into. If I'm going to listen to another podcast, it's usually like a radio show. Yeah. Um, or sometimes I listen to Music City Miracles, which is the SB Nation Tennessee Titans podcast. Oh. Music City Miracle, you know. Yeah. 1999. Uh-huh. Yeah. My brother-in-law was at that game and decided to leave early. My, We had some friends who they were in the parking lot, and they heard the crowd <laughs> erupt. <laughs> and from that day on, they vowed that they would never leave a football game early. <laughs> yeah. They missed one of the gr- the greatest moments in Tennessee Titans history. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Richard was sick, but whatever. Okay, Le- you know, and here's one thing I like about the podcast. They have some great interviews. I think we have some great interviews on our podcast. They also yeah. have some segments, and one of their segments is favorite tool of all time for this week. Okay. Of all time for this week. And I think we've already mentioned some of those. Yeah. You know, I wanted to mention those translations and these online resources. So do those you have anything are- else to add to that? No, I'm trying to think if I do. I don't think so. My favorite tool of all time this week was an Allen wrench because I had to take my crib apart and move it, and it was a beast. <laughs> but I did have to order an entire Allen wrench set because I couldn't find it. So hey, that's any, my favorite tool of all any time. Any excuse to buy more tools. That's awesome. yeah, we'll see if Brick agrees, there. but okay. Yeah. So anyway, then they have another one on there, another segment, Smooth Moves. Smooth? Is this uh, What is that? That's where you mess up. Oh, well, I could do a whole segment on smooth <laughs> yeah. moves. I, here's my smooth move for the week. Yeah. I was building a shelf, and I was using one of those square-headed screws with a, a Craig jig. Yes. And I, the, the head of the, for some dumb reason, I did not clamp my you were work. tired. I, I was. I'd been working in the yard after all, all day. This was Monday, and I was holding it. And I was I should have clamped it, but I was like, ah, I don't want to clamp it. It's going to be a problem. So I just held it. I was driving it. And you know what happened? The bit slipped and went straight into the palm of my hand. Hope you have a cool scar. Uh, it looks, it, it, no, it doesn't look cool. Oh, well. But it went in spinning as deep as it could go. It hurt. It bled a lot. Smooth move. Clamp your work. Clamp those, your work. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, Vic Teslin always says, keep your meat behind the blade. Means like don't put your hands, your flesh out there where you can cut it. That's a good rule. It is a good rule for all of us. Sure. I'm sure it's some there's some, there's some application, biblical for, application there somewhere. Or just for people who don't woodwork. Yeah, just be careful. You know, because most of the time we get hurt, it's just something dumb, something careless. So let's just be, let's be careful. Sure. That was yeah. a good word. Sorry about yeah. your smooth move there. Yeah. Sorry about that. Okay, we talked about the podcast. Yep. I also want you to talk about our mailing list. Yeah, if you want to get our information. And here's some um, here's some things that often will go out that we think you probably need to know if you're on this list. One, our newsletter just has all of our weekly events. Yes. Two, birth announcements. Sometimes when people have babies, we send it out. Yeah. If there's ever... Um, if we need prayer or someone has specifically mm-hmm. asked for prayer for a family emergency, for a death, mm-hmm. for some other t- terrible thing, Ugh. we send it out with permission from the folks that it involves to our church 
so that folks can pray for it. Right. We also send out reminders about, hey, don't forget, this week we're doing this, or here's the link for this online, or, you know, it can be a lot of things. Right. And also, we send out our daily devotionals every yep. day. Yep. At four fifty three fifty nine a.m. I don't know. I schedule like it for four, sometimes five. If I feel like people want to sleep in a little bit, well, well, we appreciate that. <laughs> but um, this is just a it's a quick devotional thought, Jonathan. You write them every day, and do. and we and you can go. There are two ways to sign up for those. Yeah. One again, covenantcookville.org. dot org. It's over on the right. It'll say sign up for our weekly newsletter or devotional yep. list. And then number two is you can just tell me if you just want to email me your email. Sure. I'll sign you up. Tell me if you've been kicked off. For some reason, our MailChimp does that. It's the worst, and yeah. it'll just kick people off for no reason. So if you were getting those things and you're not getting them now, let me know, and I'll fix it for you. Yes. Yeah, I think that's a great way for us to stay connected. Yeah, it's a, it is good. And, to the bigger church. And, you know, we have, if we need something, we'll let your missional communities know. Sure. And so we have a lot of ways to get information out. Yeah, if there's some change, like sometimes outdoor stuff, you know, if we have to cancel because of weather. Oh, yeah, we use something. this email thing. Yeah, so some, some, some issues go out like that, too. One thing I also want to talk about, and perhaps this is our last topic, is our ministry at Northside Community Center for the summer. It's been really good. It has been really good. Yesterday we delivered food, and um, mm-hmm. they the kids, what they do? Oh, they uh, had to engineer a life raft for an action figure so that it would yeah. not sink. And right. They're just learning some really good teamwork skills. Mm-hmm. They're learning how to think through problems, and they're having fun, and they're getting the gospel. Last Thursday we had a bunch of musical instruments on hand, and some people demonstrated those yeah. instruments, and we let the kids play some. That was a lot of fun. They enjoyed it. Yeah, and then Monday nights are family nights. Last week was a bike clinic where we worked on kids' bikes and had a big community ride yeah, up the, and down the yeah. street. We didn't do one this week, though. Because of the July 5th. Right. It's and then next week we're ice doing... Ice cream bar. Yeah. I'm very excited. We'll have some lawn games, just invite people. And this is open to the community. So ice just, cream oh, is my favorite. See, and these are ways for us to build that matrix of relationships. Yeah. For us to get to know each other. And the people around us think it's super. Yeah, it's really good. If you, we invite you to come out, mm-hmm. if you love ice cream and you love people <laughs> and topping, you just come out. Though ice cream, mm-hmm. I think if I can only pick one dessert, I'm just gonna jelly beans, man. I love jelly beans. Really? Yeah, I don't. That's really random. Going to I've just been wanting some jelly beans right she now. She loves it. So I had a donut this morning, but you know. do you ever eat those weird flavored jelly bellies? No. What do you? What are the weird flavored ones? I don't know. It's like nasty stuff. Oh, okay. So you're talking about this game. It's called Bean Boozled. And there's a spinny wheel. And there are six colors in the wheel. And there's just a box of jelly beans. And you spin it. And it'll be, if you land on black, it'll either be black licorice or skunk. Oh. Or like blueberry or baby wipe. I've never heard of this. Okay. I'll get it for us. We'll play it. No, no. You don't want to play it? It's terrible. We played it at Christmas one year. We had multiple moments where people almost got sick. Ugh. It's a terrible game, but it's kind of fun if you're with people who make it fun. That so these are these. Is that nasty your ones. open recommendation for this week to play Bean Boozled? Yeah. No. No. Do not play it. Don't play it. Skunk that. baby wipe dog food nasty. I'm not even going to talk about the other flavors because they're not good. Of all that, I think I would eat dog food first. Um, it's not terrible. Grass isn't bad. <laughs> baby wipe tastes just like you just put a baby wipe in your mouth. Skunk, it's that smell in your mouth. It's that so is, terrible. That's awful. So I don't really know why we got off on that, but 
I don't know. I do not recommend Bean Boozled. I do oh, recommend. No. We're talking about toppings for ice cream. I do recommend that you come to our family fun night Monday night. 7 o'clock. Yeah. Brookfield. That's right. 1615. Brown Avenue. That is the, is the north side one. If you're going to come to um, Brookfield, I would go to 800 Brookfield Drive. Yeah. You can just you can just park at the community center and walk across the bridge. True thing. Yeah. Well, this has been fun. I love just kind of getting to chit-chat, talk about some stuff, hopefully – uh, people have some good ideas there and got some got some recommendations. And we would welcome your questions. Please, 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 please send uh, us these questions. These were questions that people have submitted to us. And so just email them, hand them to us on Sunday morning or whenever. Let us know. Give us a call, text message, whatever. Let us know um, questions you have because we want this podcast to be a way for us to stay connected, get information out there and help us all in our walk with the Lord. That's right. So thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. See you.